Don't you think we ought to make up some animal noises in case we get separated? If you've got undergrowth in your water, I don't enjoy that. I can't take it anymore! By the way, ladies and gentlemen, as always, this stuff in lieu of actual entertainment. Alrighty then. Hello and welcome back. This is Storytime and I am Gamer Dude. Glad to have you with us for some more stories this week. Today we're going to have a kind of a split episode. I had one thing I was going to talk about, but the world being what it is and events continuing to happen that are just mind-numbing on a daily basis, it seems, I decided I'd throw in a little extra commentary today as well. It's funny, I always wanted story time to be just about stories. But sometimes things happen, and it's not just sometimes anymore, it's more often than not. Things happen and you just feel like you need to talk about them. We were away during the week before Memorial Day, and during that week, there was another mass shooting. I know, stunning. But this was the shooting that took place at the elementary school in Uvalde, Texas. And we can talk a lot about gun control, and everybody's talking about gun control. I don't think any reasonable person disagrees with the notion that there should be some kind of restriction. But that's not what I want to focus on today. I was going to talk about vacation, which I'm going to do in the second half of the episode, but I wanted to comment on Uvalde because it's really bothered me, the police reaction. If you haven't read the news stories, if you haven't kept up on what happened at the time of the shooting, the police response was, in a word, shameful. It was shameful and inexcusable, at least from where I sit. And I'm going to explain where I sit. We all like to talk about and celebrate our first responders, and the firefighters and the EMTs always run towards danger. I mean, firefighters run into a building that's on fire. They go in there and rescue puppies, for God's sake. And when I was growing up, that's how the police were depicted to us, too. If a crime was underway, if people were robbing a bank, the police would run towards the danger. They would try to make things better. They would try to save the day. When I was a kid, the police were depicted as basically the heroes going in, saving the day. You didn't have a Kevlar vest. You didn't have a shotgun. You ran in and you made a difference. You did what you had to do. Risking your life was part of the job. Facing down a guy with a gun, that's what you did. You did it to protect innocent lives. The motto of the police was always to protect and serve. What happened in Uvalde is they did the exact opposite of protecting and serving. There were kids in the school dialing 911, asking for help waiting for those policemen who we all watched in the movies and on TV come to the rescue, waiting for them to come. And they never came. Uvalde has a SWAT team. SWAT is Special Weapons and Tactics. I don't know if you've seen the pictures of their militaristic postcard. But yeah, they had all the toys. They just chose not to use them. When I was a kid, the police were the heroes. They ran rushing in. They protected people. They risked their lives. And yes, sadly, sometimes they got killed. That's the image of the police that I grew up with and that a lot of people grew up with. And yes, it's depicted in TV and movies, but that's a lot of times what happened in real life too. You took the job because you wanted to be one of those guys. You wanted to be one of those first responders. You wanted to be one of the guys to serve your community, to protect people. But not only did these guys not rush in, but they handcuffed parents. They pepper sprayed parents who were desperate to try to get their kids. What sense does that make? Hell, if my kid was in there, they would have had to shoot me. Because I would have been running in there. I would have been crawling in windows. I would have been climbing on roofs and dropping through skylights. I would have done anything. Armed or not, I would have gone in after my kids. And that's what these parents were trying to do. And that's what the police prevented them from doing. Now, don't get me wrong. 
I have worked with police officers. I have worked with detectives. I know police officers. There are some really good police officers. There are some really good police detectives. There are some really conscientious people in the job. Those are the people that I respect. Those are the people that I admire. Those are the people that I would trust with my life to protect and to serve their community. But none of those guys seem to be in Uvalde. Not a single one. I don't understand the mindset of taking a job where in the job description you're supposed to protect and serve your community. You're supposed to go out of your way to make sure people, especially children, are safe. And you decide, yeah, not today. Don't feel like it. Guy might shoot me. You know, that's literally in the job description. If you don't want to face that, don't take the job. So I had to get that off my chest. It's just been bothering me for over a week now. The people who needed the police the most got nothing from them. So I got that said. I appreciate you listening to me rant. I could go on, believe me. And you know what? I may dig into the Second Amendment and gun control and gun reforms and how to fix the problems in this country. I may do that in a future episode. That's not really what Storytime is supposed to be about, but that's a huge story these days. I mean, even as I record this, there was another shooting today. One dead, seven injured. And there was another shooting yesterday. It's every day. So it might be worth talking about. But we're not going to be all super serious this episode. I'm actually going to move on to what I originally intended to talk about, which was vacation. And I've done episodes on vacations before. I've talked about the family vacation when I was a kid. I've talked about my favorite vacation spots. But I wanted to talk about vacationing now in the pandemic era. Because we are still in a pandemic. I know people don't like to talk about that. But the fact remains, COVID is a fact of our lives. More than two years after the pandemic started, we're still getting cases. In fact, we have five times more reported cases this Memorial Day weekend in 2022 than we did in 2021. Why? Well, basically people are stupid. I know that sounds harsh, but that's what it is. People are stupid. They think they're vaccinated. They're bulletproof. That's not what vaccinated against COVID means. You can still get it. And even though the symptoms are mild, the risks of long COVID exist. And again, this isn't supposed to be a talk about COVID. It's a bad thing. And the risks of long COVID for those who get it are serious. And as implied by the name, long term. And that's one of the reasons that I've tried so hard to avoid it. Thankfully, Mrs. GamerDude feels the same way I do about COVID. So when we decided to try to plan a week away... We were of the same mind in trying to do so in a way that we were as safe as could be. It's crazy how our mindsets have changed over the past couple of years. It doesn't seem that long ago, but it was over three years ago that we had our last trip where we hopped on a plane and just went wherever we wanted without a care in the world. We went to Las Vegas in 2019. It was a great trip, had a great time, went everywhere. We didn't worry about people breathing the same air as us on an airplane or in a restaurant or in a hotel. We were fine. We just did what we wanted to do. But these days, it's very different for us. It's not that way for everybody. And I know a lot of people are flying, and that's fine. And I know a lot of people are going into restaurants and eating, and that's fine. But we don't do that. We don't do that for a number of reasons. The primary reason is we don't want to risk getting COVID. We're fully vaccinated. We've had all of the boosters. But even with that, we both recognize, based on all the scientific data, that you can still get COVID. And we don't want to take the chance. Now, we don't know who's vaccinated out there. Nobody wears their vaccination card on their forehead. There are no vaccination requirements in any restaurants or on any planes. There's no masking requirements for anybody. And no matter what anybody tells you, masking makes a difference. Is it 100% guaranteed that you're not going to get COVID if you're masked? No, it's not. 
But just like when we were kids, when mom told you, cover your mouth when you sneeze, you did that because you didn't want to germinate over everybody. We all know what happens when you sneeze. You just go, just spray whatever's in you out there. Nobody wants that. The same thing happens when you're talking, when you're coughing, when you're laughing. It's not as violent as a sneeze, but you still spread germs out there. I mean, is it any wonder that the cold season and the flu season has been less severe over the past two years? And that's because of the masking that people have been doing? Even though there's no masking mandates, Mrs. Gamerdude and I still wear our masks. Anytime we go into a store, anytime we go shopping, we mask up. Now these days we're in the distinct minority, but there are other people who still mask. But even if there weren't, we would still mask up because we're concerned for our own health and safety. So when we started planning our trip, we talked about it and we said, of course we're bringing our masks. But then we started talking about, well, one of the things we like to do when we go on vacation is we like to go out to eat. We are planning on a trip to Ocean City, Ocean City, Maryland. We've been there before. We know the place. We know the great restaurants. We know where we like to go. And it's an easy drive from home. So we were planning on going to Ocean City. So we knew when we went, we would be taking our masks. And we also knew that we weren't going to eat out. The only exception would be if we could get an outdoor table away from other people. We didn't want to take any chances. That's what went into our planning. We didn't want to take any chances. We knew from past experience that a number of the restaurants that we liked had outdoor seating. So we figured we could either plan on eating outside or we would just get takeout and bring it back to where we were staying. That leads, of course, to where were we going to stay? We've stayed in hotels down there before, but the problem with hotels... First of all, there's other people in the lobby, in the hallways, cleaning the room, and we didn't want to deal with that, so we weren't going to stay in a hotel. We've rented condos down there before through some of those vacation rental sites, and we actually had rented a condo down there a few years back, so I looked it up. It happened to be available, and I read the listing, and they've actually added some information about how they deep clean the place. They have actually a longer period of time than they used to for cleaning so that they could make sure that the condo was, for lack of a better term, sterilized appropriately. And we knew that you would bring your own linens, sheets, towels. So we weren't worried about that. We knew it was clean because we cleaned it ourselves. And of course, being as insane as we are, we brought a container of antibacterial wipes and a big can of Lysol. Because why not? It reminded me of my mother when we were kids. Mom would always bring a big can of Lysol. She would spray the shower, she would spray the sink, she would spray countertops, because you never know. So it was almost like reliving my childhood vacations. We brought our big can of Lysol to kill the big things. The other thing we looked at was the time to go. Memorial Day is traditionally the beginning of the summer vacation season, and having traveled enough in my life, I know how busy Memorial Day gets, especially in beach towns. And we talked about it. We decided we did not want to deal with any crowds after Memorial Day. We know how crowded it gets. We know how busy it gets, whether it's the restaurant or the beach or the shops or the supermarkets. All the people are packed in, even if they're all masked up. And we were pretty sure they weren't going to be. Even if everybody was masked up, there were just too many people going to be there during the beach season. So we looked at the calendar and the place that we wanted to rent was actually available the week before Memorial Day. Now, over the years, I've learned when you go to the beach towns in the off-season, which basically extends from the week after Labor Day to the week before Memorial Day, if you go in the off-season, the towns are very empty, and the people are much more friendly and much more accommodating. And we also discussed whether we wanted to stay through Memorial Day. And we decided, you know what? If we go down the Sunday before Memorial Day weekend and come back the Saturday of Memorial Day weekend... We avoid the crowds, and we avoid the holiday traffic. 
So that's what we did. We planned that week, and we decided to go from Sunday to Saturday. That also had the benefit of giving us two full days back home after we got back so we could just unwind and relax. As it turns out, it worked out great. We've been down to Ocean City the week after Labor Day, and it's fun, and it's nice, and it's warm, and the weather's nice, the water's still warm, but the beach is empty. Yeah, there's no lifeguards, but we don't really do that much swimming anymore. I mean, I do. But the thing I like most about the beach these days is setting up a chair on the beach, having a nice book, sitting under the umbrella, have the ocean breeze keep me cool, the sound of the waves crashing on the shore, and just quietly read a book. Or... Just watch the water. That's so nice for me. It's so relaxing. It recharges me. It calms me. It makes me feel happy. And thankfully, Mrs. Gamerdude feels the same way. So we've traveled after Labor Day before, and we've sat on the beach, very mild temperatures, very empty beaches. And I figured the week before Memorial Day would be very similar, although the weather I was concerned might be a little more iffy. But just being at the beach was enough of a benefit that we were willing to risk iffy weather. And so we decided to plan the trip. I mean, we really needed the trip. It's been more than two years since we got away. Now, I had the benefit of working from home until I pulled the plug in January and just stopped working. But Mrs. Gamerdude has been having to go out pretty much every day through the pandemic. And even though a lot of times she was sitting in an empty office, she still had to go to the office. And two years is a long time to have to do that without a break. We did take a long weekend last fall, but a long weekend is not the same thing as a week off. And I knew she needed the break, and I knew I needed the break, because I haven't been to the beach in a long time. The beach, as I said, it recharges me. It always does. And if you can spend a week there and just have that ocean feel and that ocean breeze and that ocean sound in your head every day for a week, it makes a difference, especially if you don't get it all the time. It makes your life better. At least it does for me. So after taking into consideration where we could stay, whether we could be isolated to the extent possible, whether we could eat, and whether we cared if anybody said anything about wearing our masks, and we decided we didn't care what anybody said, we were going to wear our masks, we went away. And it was so worth it. We got to the condo, and it's a beautiful place. I'd forgotten it's three flights of stairs to get up, so we got our workout in every day. But the building in which the condo is is called Wave Watcher, And it's called that because when you open your balcony, you literally see the ocean. One of the reasons that I wanted to go back there is even if the weather was bad, and it kind of was the week we were away, you can still sit on your balcony and watch the ocean and hear the ocean, which is what we did quite a bit of the time. And the reason for that is one of the things that I learned about that week before Memorial Day. Some days it can be 90 degrees and some days it can be 60 degrees. And we had a lot more 60 degree days than 90 degree days. But that was all right. Because we didn't have to do anything. We didn't have to go anywhere. We could just sit on the porch, sit on the couch, walk down to the beach and sit on a chair and do nothing. And sometimes you need to do that. Sometimes you need to unplug. Sometimes you need to just step away from everything that's driving you crazy. We forget in our everyday lives how sometimes it's the drip, drip, drip of annoying little things every single day that just bring us down, that just depress us, that just make us feel worn out. And getting away from it all, getting away from those everyday annoyances or aggravations, taking a step back from that for a week and just leaving it behind you, it can give you a whole new outlook if you can do that. If you can't do it for a week, 
You do it for a weekend, just unplug for three days or four days, take a Friday and a Monday off, just step back from your world. Just a few days of that can make a huge difference in the way you feel about yourself and the way you feel about the world. So that's what we did. Now, one of the things that I discovered since COVID is that because of COVID, the restaurants in the beach town that we love, Ocean City, have made a lot of accommodations for people. They now offer takeout as an alternate on every item that you can get on the menu. And some of them offer delivery that they didn't offer before. Some of them offer curbside pickup. So you just call in your order. They text you when it's done. You get to the place and they bring it out to your car. And that's basically what we did for dinner every night. And you know what? All of the places we went to, they were all within a five-minute drive. All of the places had takeout containers, different versions of the styrofoam container you probably know from whatever local restaurant you go to. And we were able to get fresh seafood, which is one of the things we love in Ocean City, packaged up in a takeout container. We had it back to our condo in less than 10 minutes, opened it up, put it on plates, and it was still piping hot. Still good. Still delicious. And when you're in Maryland, you have to get crab cakes. We got crab cakes. We got crabby fries, which is French fries with some melted cheese and flaked crab meat on top of it. Oh, so good. There's one place we go called the Crab Cake Factory. They do crab meat nachos which is basically nachos, but instead of ground beef, they put crab meat on top of it. Little Old Bay seasoning. Oh, so yummy. I had several different crab cake sandwiches. They were all so good. And all of the restaurants made it very easy to order takeout and to eat your food in what felt like, to us, a safe environment. Now, when we were down there, the restaurants were not crowded. The one that I mentioned, the Crab Cake Factory, since COVID, they actually closed a branch that they had. So they had limited outdoor seating, so we wouldn't have been comfortable eating there anyway. One of our other favorite restaurants down there, a place called Big Peckers. Yes, you heard me, Big Peckers. Because, really, who doesn't like a Big Pecker? I'm sorry. But that's the name of the restaurant. And yes, I have the t-shirt. But they have some great outdoor seating, and we debated whether to go there for dinner and eat out and decided against it. But it wasn't crowded, at least during the week before Memorial Day. But they were literally across the street from us, so... It was easy to bring the takeout and have it back on the table, piping hot, and not have to worry about anything. We did eat out at one place one day for the first time in over two years. There's a place not too far from where we were staying called the Bayside Skillet. The last time we were there, which was 2018, they actually still had a dinner menu, and we'd had dinner there, and it was so good. It's called Bayside Skillet because it's obviously on the bayside of the island. So when you're sitting at the Bayside Skillet, if you're there at sundown, and you're sitting at one of the outside tables, you have a magnificent view of some of the most beautiful sunsets you can imagine. And we enjoyed them when we were there. But based on what I got from the waiter that we had when we were there, I think it's a combination of COVID and the number of people who didn't go there in the evenings anymore that they stopped serving dinner. So they had become a breakfast and lunch place. They serve some great breakfasts and lunches, by the way. And we're big breakfast people. So we decided to go there for breakfast slash lunch. I don't know, maybe we'd call it brunch. We went there one day while we were down there. And they have a lot of outdoor seating. And again, because it wasn't crowded because of the week that we were there, we asked the hostess for a table outside, but away from everybody. And she was very accommodating. She was fine with that. She said, I can seat you away from people. If we get crowded, I can't guarantee that people aren't going to be near you. And I said, I understand that. But she seated us at a table. We were at least 30 feet from the nearest other people. The waiter came up, saw we were wearing our masks as we were reading our menus. And he kept his distance. He was nice about it. He wasn't masked, but he saw us wearing our masks. And 
it appeared to me that he was respecting our distance. He didn't lean in for anything. And he took our order and they delivered our food. And we actually ate in a restaurant for the first time in over two years. And I got to tell you, it was kind of a weird experience. And I can't really explain why. I mean, we're eating food at a restaurant. We've done that for years. But it just felt almost awkward. So that night when we decided to order dinner, I said, do you want to try to eat out? And everybody was on the same page. No, no, we'll order takeout. I think we liked the experience. We just weren't ready to repeat it right away. But I got to tell you, it was a weird but gratifying experience to get away. I still haven't adjusted to the post-pandemic world, partly because we're not really post-pandemic. It's still ongoing. That's one of the problems. Not everybody wants to acknowledge that or recognize that or deal with that. But the truth is, COVID is still out there. People are still getting sick from it. And it's still affecting people. And it's still affecting businesses. It's still affecting travel. I mean, why do you think the airlines are canceling flights? Why do you think it's hard for restaurants to get staff? People are either getting sick or don't want to get sick. So it affects people's ability to run their business. And that goes from restaurants to airlines. The media don't report it that way because they don't want to talk about it that way. We want to pretend that COVID is in the past, but COVID is still present and still a problem. So I can't really talk about post-pandemic travel, but I will talk about travel during a pandemic. It's doable. It's a little nerve-wracking, especially if you're paranoid like me. But if you don't care what other people think about you wearing a mask, if you take precautions, you can be fine. Don't get in the middle of a crowd without a mask. Don't get in a crowded room with people because you don't know who's got what, who's been vaccinated, who hasn't, who's breathing what. But you can avoid crowds. You can mask up. You can be safe. You stay at safe places by yourself. You take precautions and you can have a decent trip. And I think that's why I wanted to talk about this today. Because if you're nervous about it, if you're concerned about it, it's doable. You can do it. If you plan carefully, you can have a vacation. And you can have a vacation where you're safe. You can still be nice, you can still be kind, you can still eat out, you can still shop. Just use your head. Be careful, use protection, and you know the kind that I mean. And if you do all that, you can have a fun vacation. Even if you're crazy like me and worried about everything, you can still have a good time as long as you take precautions. Just make sure you take your precautions. We haven't planned our next trip yet. We're going to do another one this year. We just have to figure out when and where. Pretty sure it's going to be after Labor Day. Again, we're trying to avoid crowds as much as possible. We don't need big crowds. We just want to see the stuff we want to see and then be left alone. That's basically our trips. That's one of the things that we were doing pretty regularly before COVID, travel. And that's one of the things I miss these days is the inability to just get in the car, hop on a plane and go wherever you want. I mean, not that I'm Rockefeller. I wasn't jumping on a plane every week. But we could plan trips. We could go places. We could do things. And now I don't feel that we can. But we've made the adjustment. We can travel. We just have to do it carefully. And so we will. Anyway, that's going to do it for this week's episode. Thanks so much for being here. Thanks for being a part of things. As always, I appreciate the time you take listening to these episodes. And I can't thank you enough for your support. Until next time, you guys take care of yourselves. And I'll see you when I see you.